the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. President Trump predicts the financial markets will bounce back soon from the recent sell-off. Prompted by the coronavirus outbreak, here's White House correspondent Greg Clugston. Stock prices have plunged the past two weeks because of the health scare and its potential effect on the economy. But the president believes the markets will recover. I think financial markets will bounce back as soon as this really bounce back. He says financial markets are down 10 or 11 percent, but notes that's a relatively small piece of the overall growth over the past three years. The president also says the country's economy is strong, insisting we're in great shape. Greg Clugston, Washington. A cruise ship hit by the new coronavirus and headed to the port of Oakland, California, will remain in international waters for at least another day as officials work on plans to transport passengers to facilities around the country. More details at srnnews.com. Eric Metaxas has some predictions for the Democrats. I'll tell you what, I, I do not think that Biden has any chance, and so he's going he's gonna to go away. If Bernie Sanders is the nominee, we're going to have in November a landslide. It's going to be more than 40 states for Trump. There's little doubt that we will take the Congress back. The Eric Metaxas Show, overnights at 3 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. We recently launched a daily newsletter. It's called the Daybreak Insider, and you'll get a rapid-fire look at the day's news from a conservative viewpoint. So make sure you subscribe right now at am1280thepatriot.com and use the keyword subscribe. Just past 4 o'clock Sunday afternoon here in the Twin Cities, let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. we got sunny skies today. We will reach a high of 63, and we got the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker coming up next right here on The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. Whether you're just getting started in the world of digital marketing or already have a plan that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. And face it, in 2020, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Total market saturation for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-218-9520. 800-218-9520. 800-218-9520. That's 800-218-9520. We are there, day one, 
with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there as you grow, protecting you and those you love. And we are there as you start your next chapter. We are with you through life's journey. We are Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. AM 1280, The Patriot and iHeartRadio. They go together like freedom and the Second Amendment. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. Views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plain talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. Bernie knows his way around, and so I always... It's Sunday, 4 o'clock, and that means it is the best hour in radio of the week. It is the Victory Hour, back with you once again this week. After being away last week and playing a best-of episode, I believe, talking about Ilhan Omar and the investigation into the scandals surrounding Ilhan Omar last week. This week, we are back, live, once again, to discuss politics, Israel, and the law. And uh, we got a barn burner for you today. I will tell you that we want to really focus on a few key issues in the news. Joe Biden. Joe Biden's in the news. Since the 1970s, the early 1970s, Joe Biden has been an elected U.S. Senator or, uh, obviously, for eight years, a Vice President of the United States. He's been a politician. We're going to talk about who Joe Biden is, his history, some of his background, get to know Joe Biden a little bit better, as we did with Bernie Sanders a couple of weeks ago. And we're going to do again with uh, Bernie Sanders, as we didn't get fully through our discussion. So we're going to talk uh, today about uh, Joe Biden. If we have time, we're also going to talk about one of our favorite congressmen from the state of Minnesota, and that is, no, not the 5th District Congressman Ilhan Omar, but uh, congressman from the 4th Congressional District, the famed and wonderful Betty McCollum. Yes, Betty is back at it with her attack ads, with her anti-Semitic attitudes, her anti-Israel, anti-Zionism. There should not be even a single Jewish state. No, she says she doesn't oppose the Jewish state. It's just that everything she says and all of her policy positions happen to oppose the Jewish state. You are talking about the nonsensical ravings of a lunatic mind. Yes, indeed. And so we're going to talk about Betty McCollum, and we have mentioned it before, but we're going to, uh, if we have time, dig a bit deeper in the the legislation that uh, Congresswoman McCollum has authored and introduced regarding the detention, the so-called detention by Israeli, the Israeli government of Palestinian youths, those under the age of 18 in Israeli jails and prisons. A problem which she addresses in H.R. 2407, entitled Promoting Human Rights for Palestinian Children Living Under Israeli Military Occupation Act. That is the act. She is the senior author, and she has been pressing the issue for some time. Problem is, 
She doesn't quite have the facts right. She doesn't have the facts correct. And by the way, if you compare the detention of juveniles in Israel, and these are juveniles who are threatening the safety and security of Israeli citizens repeatedly and, and frankly, with vicious conduct, if you compare that to the detention of juveniles uh, where? No, not North Korea, not the former Soviet Union, not China. But no, in, in the United States, if you compare that to juvenile detention and law enforcement coming down on juveniles here in the United States, it pales in comparison, even on a per capita basis in the state of Israel compared to here, even though the threat there arguably far greater. So we're going to talk about uh, Betty McCollum and her pressing of those issues, her attacks on APAC. And speaking of APAC, the first thing we will discuss today is the reason for my absence last week, and that was taking in the National Policy Conference of APAC, the American-Israel Public Affairs Committee, an organization that I have been a part of for well over 25 years and uh, that I assisted in founding the Minnesota chapter of, was chair here in Minnesota, have been on the National Council of the of uh, APAC uh, and traveled to D.C. frequently for it for many, many years. So I'm very familiar with the organization, a bipartisan organization, which media and those on the fringe have attacked viciously, not just this year, not just last year, but for years, saying that it is out of step, that it has not taken a strident enough position on this or that, attacking it as being irrelevant. Yet APAC continues, and it continues as one of the strongest, most focused, and effective uh, citizen lobby groups in the country. And when I say lobby groups, don't take that as a pejorative. Don't take that as a negative term. A democracy, a republic like the United States of America, exists for its citizens to go and petition the government on issues of importance to them. That is what lobbying is. Now, it has been bastardized by wealthy interests, self-interests in corporate America, labor unions, etc. However, at the core, it is a citizen petition process. And that is exactly what APAC is. APAC stands proud of that. I stand proud of that. When I go to Washington for the sole purpose, not for any pecuniary benefit to me or to any of the other 18,000 that attend the annual policy conference, but in order to press our position about the importance of Israel to United States security, about the tie and relationship uh, foundationally premised on the values of each country and how important that is strategically for the United States as well as for the single and only Jewish state in the world. So that's where I was last week. And what a conference it was. Now, I've read many articles about this conference, and I am telling you they are ridiculous and they are outrageous. Many of them by Jews on the left or others on the left. Some of them even by the far-right punditry, claiming that that, that APAC is done. Wrong. That's correct. It is wrong. And it's wrong because APAC brings together voices from all sides in a bipartisan manner. Bernie Sanders didn't show up, so that means it's the end of APAC? Who are you kidding? There are, anti- 
There have been anti-Semites throughout the ages who have not shown up at APAC. And why would they? And Bernie Sanders is no different. And this is my promise to you. Yeah. To oppose Israel at every turn. That would be his promise to you. So when we come back, we're going to talk about this year's APAC conference, what I learned, the high notes and the low notes. We're going to play a little bit uh, of the actual speech of, of uh, U.S. Ambassador to the State of Israel, David Friedman, which was absolutely phenomenal. And people were decrying this speech as being too partisan. Ah, God forbid we should speak the truth. Hey, can't make it up. So we'll play some of that. We'll talk about the conference a little bit more. Then we're going to talk Joe Biden. Make sure that you stay with us. It's just going to be a short break. I'm not going to be long on this break. It's going to be a very short break because I miss you. You miss me. We got to get back together very soon. That's enough. Put down the mic. You are a rude, terrible person. Yes, but you will come back. In the meantime, go to ParkerDK.com. We'll be right back. You're thinking up your white lies. You're putting on your bedroom eyes. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something exciting and extraordinary, a bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 days? Make 2020 a year you'll never forget and join me, Sebastian Gorka, and my friend Mike Lindell on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th, journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, and you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from history. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. Quit smoking, chew, and vaping with a special half-price offer from AM1280 The Patriot and Breathe Freedom from Nicotine. Get one program for $250. That's half price for the faster, easier, and more effective way to quit smoking. There's a limited number of these half-off deals available. It's just $250 for one person, and you could save thousands this year. Call The Patriot today at 651-405-8800. That's 651-405-8800. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com.
Yes, it is. Ario Speedwagon this week on the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and we are back. Ario joining us. And they're joining us in Minnesota next weekend at Mystic Lake Casino. All right, so coming up on the Victory Hour, you may, you've, you just have to jot this down. You know, you've got that little notes icon in most of your iPhones, your smartphones. And, and you can, you know, type in uh, a little chicken scratch there into your iPhone or your smartphone. Some of the upcoming highlights of the Victory Hour. Next week, we are going to have on the show Dahlia Alkidi, who is Republican candidate to oppose Ilhan Omar in the fall for the 5th District Congressional seat. She is Republican. She is Muslim. And she is anti-Ilhan Omar as you will hear. And we'll be digging into some of the trials and tribulations related to the embattled Congresswoman, Omar, who has a war chest of money to fight the upcoming campaign with, virtually all of which, all of which, nearly, has come from out of state. And much of which has come from interests which some might argue, some might, are not aligned with U.S. interests. And uh, Ms. Alkiti will be uh, talking to us about some of those concerns and her candidacy next week. In the following weeks to come, we hope to have the Director of International Studies for the Seaman Wiesenthal Center. Simon Wiesenthal, uh, the great uh, Nazi hunter following World War II, uh, and the center named after him. Shimon Samuels is the director of International Studies, and there have just been some uh, amazing and very interesting findings coming out of Argentina that uh, the Simon Wiesenthal Center has uh, uncovered and and received. So we're going to talk about that in the coming weeks. We hope to have Congressman Pete Stauber on, uh, Congressman Jim Hagenorn, and then in uh, Wisconsin, Uh, Congressman Scott Fitzgerald we hope to have on, and he looks to be taking the congressional seat that Jim Sensenbrenner held. We hope to have Sensenbrenner on as well to talk about, still about the Clinton impeachment. Uh, Glenn Grothman of Wisconsin's 6th Congressional District we hope to have on the show, and I believe uh, will be coming on. And once again, uh, Selena Zito, who wrote the excellent book, the great revolt about the election of Donald J. Trump in 2016. We want to hear about her thoughts regarding the upcoming election of 2020, as she was one of the very few that picked Donald Trump to win prior to the election in 2016. And it wasn't just on a lark. She was covering this, she was analyzing it, and it was her position consistently in the face of being laughed at by many. So uh, we will be having Selena Zeno uh, back on the show as well. So let me tell you a little bit about the policy conference. It was, it was outstanding, as I said, 18,000 uh, in attendance, uh, nearly, well, I think more than 4,000 students from across the country, from universities across the country. Uh, when you last thought all was lost, you see all these students 
who are leaders on their campuses coming to the APAC conference and you realize, well, maybe it isn't lost. Maybe the future is not lost quite yet. Uh, so that that was a uh, you know a real uh, real highlight. Uh, APAC sounded the alarm uh, in relatively unusual fashion. Not written a lot about, but I will tell you, having gone to these conferences for decades, uh, it is not often that APAC will sound the alarm of attack from the right or left or any other inside the country or outside. Uh, as they just go on and laser focus, continue doing their work. But at this conference, the alarm was sounded. APAC will not sit back and be attacked for doing anything inappropriate in this republic in going to Congress and lobbying as citizens in support of the U.S.-Israel relationship. We will call out those who attack with anti-Semitic trope about dual loyalty and otherwise. And we will call out those who undermine the security of the state of Israel in the U.S.-Israel relationship. And the reason is Israel is a strategic, a huge, an enormous strategic benefit to the United States, if nothing else, It is like, at a minimum, a huge aircraft carrier in the Middle East that the United States pays very little for in comparison to what actual military troops would have to bring to bear there without Israel, if Israel were not there. And I remind you all what I have said many times. The United States has not sent a single member of its military to fight in defense of the state of Israel. Israelis have not requested it. In fact, they have rejected it when offered. One of the best speeches... Well, first, let me uh, talk to you about the lowlights. Cory Booker spoke. And, oh my, did he speak. Uh, Someone as a Baptist minister uh, giving sermon and lecture to the audience, he spoke. Many of my friends on the left loved his speech. It said nothing. He, of course, voted for the Iran deal. So much of what he said was, frankly, quite duplicitous, in my judgment. But I'll tell you, again, many of my friends on the left loved it. Why? Because he's a good orator, and he made everyone feel good. And he said all the right lines in the pablum. But in the end, he said little or nothing. But he said it with emotion. And so, you know, give him an A for emotion. You give him an F for his voting. Well, not an F, but on the Iran deal, certainly an F. After a week earlier, he said he was voting to oppose it. Oh. I guess he had a change of heart. Yeah. So his uh, speech was was uh, you know I, I just think it was it was a low light. It just was this was not good. And Chuck Schumer's wasn't far behind. I didn't like it. Steny Hoyer, Democrat, was very gave a very good speech. Joe Biden was on video. Uh, it wasn't bad. Uh, lukewarm. Just this side of okay, I think would be the best description. Amy Klobuchar was on video. Hers, uh, similar. Uh, Michael Bloomberg spoke in person and was really quite good. Uh, Between he and Steny Hoyer, I think uh, they carried the Democratic water, uh, showing the continued... Support for the state of Israel. Now, I do note that Mike Bloomberg is 78 years old and Steny Hoyer is 80 years old. So there are the Democrats who are in full-throated support of the state of Israel. It is from that era. And the Democratic Party did fully support the state of Israel in that era. 
and for decades. It's a new time. Sorry to say it. And as a bipartisan organization, APAC has not given up, will not give up on the Democratic Party. As we are fighting for and in support of those who make sense within the Democratic Party about the importance of the moral, ethical values of the state of Israel in this world, and particularly in the Middle East, the moral, ethical values of the United States, and those two together moving toward peace. Not by dictating to the populations of those two, these two democratic countries, but by moving them together toward peace. And the Democratic Party needs to get back to it. When we come back, we're going to play a little bit of David Friedman, highlight of the conference. Just outstanding. Mike Pence was outstanding as well. Mike Pompeo was outstanding as well. I mean, uh, all three of those speeches were great, but Friedman's by far the best. And, And you know that it was because the media had a hue and cry about how partisan it was. And therefore negative. Oh, it was terrible. I mean, he's just speaking the truth. And when you stop speaking the truth and start, oh, simply glad-handing, high fives for all around. Why? Because we all agree. Big hugs. A little kumbaya. But you ignore the truth? The trouble with our liberal friends is not that they're ignorant. It's just that they know so much that isn't so. Yes. You ignore the truth, that is the beginning of the end. This isn't one big party glad hand everyone getting along if you're ignoring the truth. If you are living in the truth, then hopefully we can come to the common, the commonality for all of us. But that's what Friedman spoke, was the truth. So when we come back, we're going to play it. You make sure to stay with us. Go to ParkerDK.com, and we'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to ParkerDK.com. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to ReliefFactor.com, ReliefFactor.com, or call 800 500 
84. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. We're back. It's the Victory Hour, and we're talking APAC Policy Conference. U.S. Ambassador to the State of Israel spoke at the APAC Policy Conference, and it was truth to the people. That's what it was. Let's take a listen to uh, some of what he had to say. When you, stu- when you students on college campuses, where are you guys? Where, where, can- where are the students? All right, come see me next year. I'll get you better seats, all right? When you students on college campuses hear Israel castigated as a nation intent on subjugating its oppressed minority, this plan, which has been overwhelmingly endorsed by the Israeli population, conclusively proves just the opposite. Now, some have challenged the president's vision as leaving too much land to Israel. Imagine that. They demand that the Jewish state should surrender places like Hebron, the burial place of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Sarah, Rebecca, and Leah. So listen to what we're talking about, because you're not going to read about this in the news articles at all. All you're going to see is President Trump's peace plan was only put together with the Israelis and it ignored the Palestinians. That is bunk. It is a lie. The Palestinians were invited no less than 15 times to be involved in the vision of this plan. 15 times. And even without that, They are getting over 70% of the land. By the way, they had been offered far more five separate times previously. Most recently, 98%, and 93%. And they rejected each and every one of them. For some lame excuse or another, they didn't have perfection. There is no intention of accepting any deal. And that's the reality. Now, recognizing reality on the ground and saying, all right, here is the deal. We are still going to allow you to have your own country on 70%, and we're going to make billions of dollars of investment to you for nothing in return, despite your rejectionism consistently. And so Friedman is talking about People denying the Jews Hebron, that is the city of Hebron, that is the burial place of the patriarchs and the matriarchs of Judeo-Christianity. That is how the twisting of facts and reality and perception have occurred over the last 30, 40, 50 years. In particular, since Jimmy Carter. But that's how it has changed. That's how, when you take a step back and you look at it, that's outrageous. Let's hear what else the ambassador has to say. 
or Beit El, where Jacob dreamed of a ladder with angels ascending to the heavens and descending back to earth and where he received the word of God. Shiloh, where the Ark of the Covenant rested for hundreds of years before being moved. Yeah, you Jews, give up that land. You have no right to it. al-Yehud, the castle of the Jews, where Joshua led the Israelite nation across across the Jordan River and where John the Baptist baptized Jesus. We are all familiar with the ugly term Judenrein. It was a term used by the Nazis for a place where Jews were not allowed. Judenrein. That is what we are talking about when we're talking about a Palestinian state. Now note, the Israeli state is not what what you would say Muslim Rhine or Arab Rhine. No, there are many Arabs, many Muslims, Christians, all faiths welcome as citizens as well as visitors. But no, not in the Arab countries, not in a Palestinian state. They are requiring as a part of any deal Judenrein. Not allowed. Well, let me make something abundantly clear. Under the Trump administration, the biblical heartland of Israel in Judea and Samaria will never be Judenrein. Now, we've been accused of sponsoring a wedding without a bride. We were fully aware of the initial certainty of Palestinian rejection. That strategy has been their standard operating procedure since the days of Camp David and Arafat. But I trust you have listened carefully to all the reactions on the world stage. In many respects, they have been unprecedented and incredibly positive. Two weeks ago, President Abbas went to his favorite move within his playbook and sought condemnation of President Trump's vision by the United Nations Security Council. He went in expecting a 14-to-1 vote with the U.S. veto. He was confident that he could isolate the United States and Israel from the West, rest of the world. Uh-uh. But thanks to the diplomatic efforts of Jared Kushner and Avi Berkowitz and Ambassador Kelly Graft, President Abbas could not even muster a majority of votes. He pulled the resolution and returned home empty-handed. The world is changing. The world has grown tired, perhaps even exhausted, of the failed Palestinian leadership. The violence, the corruption, the payment of terrorists, the incitement of hatred, and the breathtaking disrespect for their own people's human rights, and basic freedoms. The Palestinian people deserve so much better, and we will continue to make the case wherever and whenever people of good faith are willing to listen for the Palestinians to engage on this plan. So hear what he is is saying. It's the Palestinian leadership that has failed their people and that has taught their people for generations now, since Yasser Arafat formed the Palestinian Liberation Organization, for decades now, through schools, textbooks, through their government-controlled media, and through the pulpit of their mosques. They have inculcated and indoctrinated the Palestinian people, to have no hope, to have despair, and to blame, and to hate. And it is a shame. And they have done it through corruption and lining their pockets with billions of dollars that have been provided by the world community to the Palestinians over the last many decades. Make no mistake. That is where the problem with peace lies. The Israelis want peace, and they are willing to give and give hugely in the name of peace, if it is real. That is all they have ever wanted. 
and what they are faced with just this week are balloons floating over from Hamas in Gaza to kindergartens with kids running out to them only to learn that they are explosive devices. With words like happy birthday and clown faces on them to blow up in the dust. Israelis have had this intelligence, and so they have kept their kids away, and there haven't been injuries. But this is the latest form of attack and terror. And David Friedman was simply underscoring it. The rejectionism of the leadership of the Palestinians must end, and the only way it will end is by them seeing that a peace plan like the one that Donald Trump has rolled out is going to move forward with them or without them. And the only way for that to happen is for the entire U.S. Congress, Democrat and Republican alike, to get behind it. For Western Europe to get behind it, like Boris Johnson has in the U.K. For the Arab nations to get behind it, like several have already. And it would be beneficial for Russia and China, but no, not necessary, to get behind it as well. There will be nowhere for the Palestinian leadership to turn. And who will be the biggest beneficiary of such a deal? The Palestinian people. And that's why I am fully supportive of it. Because that will bring real peace. It's as simple as I can put it. And it is based upon the strong speech of David Friedman at APAC over this past weekend. Stay with us. We're going to talk Joe Biden on the other side of this short break. And while we're away, jot this down. 651-289-4488. Give us a call if you want to talk more about APAC. Have any questions about the conference? If we have time, we'll get you on. We're running out of time. Or if you want to talk Joe Biden, I may have to hold on the Betty McCollum discussion, which is scintillating in and of itself until next week. But you stay with us. Go to ParkerDK.com. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from Holy Scripture. Reserve your spot today. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. 
Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to parkerdk.com. Yes, it's beautiful. We're back. Yes, indeed, that friendship has grown stronger with Joe. Aren't we just embracing Joe? Ario, it's got to make you smile. Tell you what, if Joe Biden came out to all of his campaign rallies to this song, I don't know, I might have to vote for him. Yeah, it would be tough. All right. We're going to talk a little Joe Biden now. Who is Joe Biden? You may think you know him, but do you? You know, he was born in 1942. And if he wins this upcoming election, he will enter office at the age of 78. At the end of his first term, he will be 82. Consider that. This may be, if he wins the most important vice presidential selection of our lifetime. And it may, in fact, carry the vote. He was born in Scranton, Pennsylvania, as most of you know. He graduated high school in 1961. And uh, he graduated the University of Delaware in 1965. So he was in school all through 65. He had... By the way, a class rank of 506 out of 688. All right, so listen, he wasn't a great student. He admits that. In fact, he was kind of a poor student, both in high school and in college. He went to Syracuse Law, graduated in 68. At the age, I believe, of 27, he became a lawyer in 1969. And he worked for a couple of years. The only years that he worked. I mean, setting aside his elected positions, the only years that he worked in the private sector during his entire lifetime. He was elected in 1970 at the age of 28 as the 4th District County Council Member of Newcastle County, Delaware. Yes, indeed, that all-important county council member position, he held it from 1970 to 1972. And then, in November 1972, Mr. Joe Biden, at the age of 30, nearly 31, was elected to the United States Senate representing the state of Delaware and he took office in January of 1973. He was reelected six times through January of 2009. He was a U.S. Senator. And then, as you know, in January of 2009 to January of 2017, just a couple of years ago, three years ago, he was Vice President of the United States. So he has been a politician, his 
entire life, effectively. Now, you also know that he ran for president in 1988 and again in 2008, and he didn't do very well either time. Now, maybe he didn't have enough experience. <laughs> Laughable. Because he's now 78. He's expected to do better? Maybe. Why didn't he do well? Let's look at 1988. Well, I think the plagiarism problem that he had in law school was brought up. Hmm, that wasn't good. He got an F in a class that was later changed because five of the 15 pages of his submission were plagiarized. And that was a finding, by the And then it was learned that he also plagiarized during the 1987 campaign, so this would be years later, hasn't quite learned that plagiarism lesson, from a British Labor Party leader's speech. He plagiarized, and then he, he fabricated his background a little bit on the plagiarism in order to match up with the Labor Party's comments, because his history wasn't the same as the so he just kind of changed his history so he could plagiarize most effectively there you go again yes and then well during the campaign there was a video showing a new hampshire resident asking some questions of biden and biden responding by not quite being honest about his law school ranking, claiming to be in the top half of his class, which he wasn't anywhere near that. Also, that he got a full scholarship to law school. Uh, not, not quite, no. And that he received three degrees. Uh, no. So he dropped out of the 87 race and... He called it due to the exaggerated shadow of his past mistakes. Hmm. All right. Well, that was, you know, I mean, that was a long time ago. It was, you know, decades ago. So we can ignore that. Maybe. Maybe. Let's look at some more policy-related things, though, regarding Joe Biden. Uh... Do you remember what is now called being Borked? Yeah, Bork. Judge Bork, U.S. Chief, uh, U.S. Uh, Supreme Court nominee. And Joe Biden was the head of the Judiciary Committee at the time of this nomination. And Judge Bork, one of un questionably one of the most qualified jurists ever to be nominated to the U.S. Supreme Court, ever, by any objective standard. He was brilliant. He was, for the first time, arguably, in U.S. history, rejected because of philosophical disagreement, in part due to Joe Biden as the chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee. And that was called being borked. If you are disagreed with philosophically, which used to be, that wouldn't be a sufficient reason. Now it was. And he also led the 1991 Clarence Thomas review, which you'll remember with Anita Hill was a fiasco as well. And uh, he called a, a lynching, uh, Judge Thomas did at the time. And that was Joe Biden as well. Well, we are, well, it's in the books. Another week of the Victory Hour. We'll be back next week. And until then, have a great week. Go to ParkerDK.com. Until next time, he leaves you with these words from Winston Churchill. All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot.
you might wonder why Australians always seem so relaxed. Well, it comes down to sleep. And we can sleep like a koala full of gum leaves. So we've invented a solution to your sleep problems. It's called Pronto Sleep. Pronto Sleep is a two-in-one solution that helps you fall asleep and stay asleep. Pronto gently opens your nose to focus breathing so you can relax and fall into the land of Nod. And the built-in scent diffuser delivers a blend of four pure essential oils all night long for a butte sleep naturally. Then Pronto replenishes the oils ready for the next night. Clever, eh? And does it work? Well, in trials, 84% of people with trouble sleeping found Pronto helped them fall asleep. 74% found it helped them stay asleep. You'll find Pronto now at select Walgreens, Amazon or at prontosleep.com. Pronto Sleep is the gift of sleep from Australia. From Rhinomed, bringing you advanced nasal therapies. AM 12.